Welcome everybody to this episode of the Quiz Makers podcast. And I am really flattered and honored to have as our guest today, Marilyn, and I'm going to mispronounce your name, but it's just a cool name. I have to try it. Beretta. Beretta. <laughs> Marilyn yeah. Beretta. Yes. Uh, Yes, you know, so you're a, you're a you, you're a happy customer of Riddle. So you're obviously really big into quizzes and marketing and frankly, you do so much on the entrepreneurial space. I think I'd better just let you introduce yourself. Sure. And as you can tell by my accent, I'm not Italian, but I married into an Italian family years ago. Uh, and yes, those of guys are listening. Yes, it's spelt like the gun and it is somehow related to the gun. Guys think that it's really cool. Girls have no idea. They think it's a ham, um, which is actually ham brand, Parma ham. Anyway, so back to the question. Yes, I have a, a personal brand that um, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, uh, an educator at heart, uh, and I have a, 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 I guess, an education and coaching business for women entrepreneurs. Fantastic. And what, so how, when did you start the business? And then kind of like as a segue, how did that get you into quiz marketing? Well, interesting enough, I, you know, I did years and years, decades and decades in corporate and various roles. Then I moved home from, I lived in England for many years and I moved home to Australia and I was still self-employed with number of clients, but more of a consulting role doing different things from brand architecture to, um, Oh, yeah, strategic director, marketing, a you name it. I was a bit of a sort of a jack of all, jill of all trades. Jill of all trades. Jill of all trades. So when I had in my heart to start my own brand, I always wanted to teach online and, and reach a wider audience. And, uh, you know, that problem of what do I do? You know, I was that sort of person that was thrown into businesses to sort of fix things. So when you, you know, we start online with zero, literally zero audience, you're like, what do you do? So I actually started late. I wasn't, I was a little bit older and I only started just about just over three years ago. Wow. So not long at all. And I started with creating some courses, some online courses. And it's interesting that I started right from the start with quizzes. So I learned how to do quizzes and I learned how to do segments and, you know, buckets and, you know, different categories, which was right up my alley because for decades I have taught personality profiling and always I would naturally, I think it was the training and learning development person in me. I'd always naturally categorize people into not stereotype them, but to understand them. And, uh, What was that? Broad buckets. Oh, this person is kind Broad of... Broad buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I knew uh, I knew I wanted to start some sort of quiz because I, you know, I thought that they're really cool and fun to do. But I actually stumbled across the quiz that I've got now. The first product that I had, I actually started with uh, sort of a, a course on life direction. And I spent a lot of time doing surveys online. And so I had... Oh hundreds of thousands of data points. And I actually discovered that the core motivation of what direction to take fell into four buckets or four categories. And I looked at them and I thought, oh my gosh, they relate completely to the person, to the broad personality types I've been teaching for, you know, decades. So it morphed into what I've got now is my wow archetype, which, you know, I'm a bit tongue in cheek. I love being a little bit corny, but 
it's memorable and everyone loves it. It's the wow archetype and it's, it's, it really focuses on the four core motives of personalities. And I use it as a, as a, I guess, an icebreaker, but I also use it as a, you know, I, when I can really get around to it, I'm so busy is I can then actually target the, the, the yep. different results with different copy of different, it, you know, it, it really does work to categorize my people like that. And we have a lot of fun um, with it once they, yeah. Well, with, with four archetypes of yeah. segments that actually lends itself to personality tests because it yes. is that four broad areas that you can yes. say, Hey, yeah. you know, someone who knows nothing about you, here's a broad yeah. area. I think you fall under yeah. some advice. Very much so. And what people love about mine is it's easy to remember, you know, you've got Myers-Briggs and you've got all that. And they're like, you can never remember what you know, what is the ENJFPQ or something like that. And you never remember what you are yourself, let alone be able to type other people or help others. So I created this specifically for entrepreneurs. And even though I target women, men love it as well, but entrepreneurs, because I found a lot of the personality profiles out there were written by corporate, middle class, you know, middle management, um, often men, but for employees. So a lot of the questions were geared around that. So I made something that was people have just raved over it. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun and really successful, but I haven't made the most of it yet. I still need to, it's only been almost a year since it went live and I switched to Riddle and it's just taken off even more. Well, we love to hear that, but actually that was one of the things. So at Riddle, the found myself and my co-founder lead all the support. You and I got into this really good chat. Yeah. About what you're doing. I was like, oh my God, we need to get you on this podcast because you need to share what you've learned. Um, yeah. So the thing that really caught my attention was a, I love the venture. I love the, the business idea in terms of mm-hmm. getting a broader range of entrepreneurs to think, Hey, I can do it, which is brilliant. Yes. So much of, I mean, like, uh, no, I'm a white middle-class dude, um, so we have a certain amount of advantages, but people who, um, might not even have that on their radar to get mm-hmm. exposed to that. That's, that's really cool. So you crafted a quiz. Now I'm going to, hmm, I'm going to let you say the number, cause this is a frankly ridiculous jaw dropping <laughs> number of efficiency. And I'm going to set the stage. So for all of our listeners, quizzes are brilliant for lead generation. That is probably why you're, you're listening to this podcast. Now, Average lead generation placements on the web, like those little pop-ups that say, oh, sign up for our newsletter or the like, that's around 2%, which is okay. Um, You know, quizzes around 10%. Riddle quizzes, the way we've designed our software architecture, we say anywhere from 25 to 35% is really good. And again, that's that's 17, 18 times better Mm. than the average. Mm. Marilyn. You've been running your quiz. What is your success rate for opt-ins on your quiz? Uh, well, 86%. So of people that start the quiz, 86% finish. And the people who view the quiz, 68%. Yes. So both of those numbers are phenomenal. So so of you, these are just people. I'm shocked. Who, oh yeah, people who just land on your site might not, you know, 68% start and then finish the lead. So if you're driving traffic from ads and they click on the ad, yep. start, yeah, brilliant. And then yep. 86% of all your quiz takers, I guess from a revenue perspective, and this is still early days, but is this working out for you from an ROI kind of what you want to do as a business? Well, absolutely. I mean, in the last, like I five X my income. Like when I, like, you know, I had consultancy, you know, if you want to talk real numbers, 
I, you know, I had my consultancy, but my online income, I think the first year I made like 25,000 or something, you know, and then, and that was from zero audience. No one knew me. I wasn't a celebrity. No one knew. And I, I think the second year I 123,000. So, you know, that's, and this year I've already beat that. That was last year. I already beat that beginning of August. So it's paying off. Yeah, um, and that's with the pandemic and everything else. So you obviously that's with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, so the ads are going phenomenal. The, uh, the you know the click through rates are high. The amount of shares, the amount of likes, it's just really phenomenal. And it's it's people are feeling understood. So I'm getting people emailing me saying, "Oh my gosh, you know, no one's ever said that before." And especially there's one error, and this is quite interesting, and might might be interesting to the viewers or listeners, is that a lot of people, when you're looking for that business idea, they say, "Look for what you find." you know, you're passionate about, but not everyone resonates with that word. And I found that it's only sort of one of the four personalities that really resonates with that word. If, whereas you say to other people, what, what have you got a heart for? Or especially what do you feel peaceful around? People go, oh my goodness, that is completely answered for me. People have been telling me to go after what I'm passionate about. I can't answer that question because I don't actually feel strong passion, but I know what makes me feel peaceful. Or if there's a vision maker, they go, I I don't care about passion, but I know what I've got a vision for. Yeah. So in in essence, you know, a personality test is basically, you know, this is for more, more listeners, but you're asking a series of questions. And how many questions is your quiz? I think there's 25. So it's a little bit longer than normally, normal, but it's an actual fact. I was using um, someone else before Riddle, but uh, I had less and now I've added more and I'm actually getting a higher quality lead because of it. So So this is actually another, so this is brilliant. I love these types of chats. Um, So our general guidelines for people starting out is around six to 10 questions, Mm. but there's always a caveat and you did it where if you find that dedicated audience who aren't just looking for light and fluffy entertainment, but are like, this is going to really make an impact on my life. They will put the time in. And then by putting that time in, they're even that much more likely to, to fill in the lead. So yeah, 25 questions. I'm not surprised. Um, We have seen upwards of a hundred. That might be a bit excessive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I'm really pleased considering I have that many questions and I've still got 86% who finish it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with it. Now I'm talking to you, I'm going flip. I need to do something on the back end of that. Uh, So yeah, I have to, I have to sell something at the back of it or do something a little bit more constructive at the end. But uh, it's been a really busy year, as you can imagine, you know, it's just trying to scale and take on new staff and deal with that. It's just been phenomenal. And just the amount of people who want to take the businesses online, because I do help people get online. So it's just been you know, huge. It's full on. Yeah. No, well, I mean, so as a product guy, you've got obviously a good product. It's fitting the right niche. So people are loving it. You now have a marketing channel to attract and get people excited about it. Mm. So yeah, you're doing everything. This is brilliant. Mm. So I'm going to just ask a couple of quick fire questions about the quick okay. self. <laughs> so we had 25 questions. Are they all text or did you use images in your questions? They are all text, unfortunately. I sat there and I thought, I would love to put images on all these, but it was really tricky to 
perhaps visualize some of the concepts. Uh, I do want to go though. Uh, I know you mentioned to put maybe a picture at the front and things like that, which I do need to add to it. But no, it's a boring written test. No, no. But this is the so there are broad guidelines, but eighty six percent is working. Don't change anything. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if it's working, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, how many answer options per question? Four. See that? Perfect. That's kind of what I figured. And I guess in your lead generation form, because again, this one of the weaknesses we see from many of our users, they'll ask 10, 15 fields. Um, what do you have? What do you ask? And what is your call to action on your lead form? Oh, just first name, email. That's it. Uh, so what I do is I give them a, so I send them at the end to four landing pages that I've set up depending on the photos. And what I love about Riddle is it gives people their percentage of all four, whereas that's what it was struggling before. I wanted people to be able to see. And I haven't, I haven't worked out the techie stuff of being able to transfer those four things onto their email. That's like, I probably need a coder or something to do that, but it's, <laughs> it's got the four things there and then their top result they get. Um, so basically it comes up with a landing page. It gives them a little brief paragraph of you are, congratulations, you are a vision maker. Da, 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 da. If you would like um, the report, it's just a one line. If you would like the report, give me your name and email. That's it. Not much at all. It goes through and then they get um, a thank you page, which me on a video explaining um, a little bit more. And then they get this very substantial report that people are shocked at the quality about. Fantastic. And then all I've got at the moment is a two email sequence there. Yeah. Uh, it's very, and I direct them to my podcast. So yeah, yeah, where I teach a little bit more on it. So yeah, it's very, very simple, but it's, it's no pressure. I, I really wanted it to not be a big sales thingy, but you know, with the right offer and the right way of doing it, it, it definitely will work on the back end because it, it's built up so much trust when people feel that they're, oh my gosh, you've got me. And I probably only have had a half a dozen uh, in those thousands of leads that have sort of said, oh, no, that's, you know, that's not me or I don't like the questions, which is, you know, pretty good. <laughs> that's not, no, that's actually amazing. And the fact that, so I'm asking all these questions, but um, mm. it's obviously working for you. It's a nice kind of warm, like cold to warm funnel exercise. Yeah. Just yeah. Go, oh, hey, this is what I do. Yeah. No, not, not flogging a product. Oh, act now, uh, you know, this limited time off. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is really good for that. What would you, what one piece of advice would you give to, uh, to someone else starting in the quiz marketing space? It depends. Know what you want the quiz for, because if it's for really just entertainment or a bit of fun, then that's okay. But if you're wanting to doing it for some, if you want to do it for some serious segmentation, know your audience, like know who they are. And if you can give them some insight about themselves that they may not know, or you can highlight something that they love about themselves and you pointed out, then even better. So what I've done with mine is, and this is what I don't like about a lot of um, personality quizzes is they sort of said, this is you, this is the hard wire, and these are all your weaknesses. Whereas I've pulled out a strength and I've given hope to people saying, yes, you could be an entrepreneur with that personality. Uh, and so I've given them a sort of a positive spin on, on something that they're probably expecting to be negative. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, perfect because we, we always recommend that with our personality test of mm. you know, like, Hey, that it's it, the, the, the tone of the message is important. It's not just the yes. 
a bit of encouragement, but you also say maybe like, oh, there are some things to be, you know, with this personality, mm-hmm. right? There's, mm-hmm. you're really good at this, this, and this, but be careful because sometimes, yeah. Um, so like Steve Jobs, for example, you know, visionary, but your manic attention to detail can be a distraction. So you balance <laughs> it off and people go, okay. Uh, one good tip we give to our listeners also is to not sound completely definitive on the results. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You that is a good be. point. We think yeah, you, you may be, be this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, Marilyn. This has been awesome. I could talk to you for you know hours and hours. <laughs> um, we have a, a, a very critical, very important question to ask to end on. And it's kind of a tradition here at the Quizmakers. So the pandemic, uh, 2020 in general is a bit crazy. So along those lines, what is your one pet peeve? And it can be business. It can be just life in general. What drives you up the wall? I was going to be boring and say, you know, hard sell or selling to me before you even know me. Uh, Because in that industry, that is kind of annoying. I also hate the word, can I have more than one? I hate the word hustle. I hate the word skyrocket. I hate the word... crush it you know and it's like they're great for guys but for girls we don't we already know how to hustle we've been working we've been hustling since we were born so it's kind of like it falls on death so that really gets my goat I would say Marmite Wow. Controversial from an Australian. My Sorry. I love, I have to be an, a Vegemite, not Marmite girl. Wow. Okay. For all of you Brits out here, um, <laughs> I apologize for the sheer offensiveness of Marmite versus Vegemite is a classic, classic debate for anyone who likes salt yeasty spreads. Um, all right. So we've got business and now we've got Vegemite Marmite. Marilyn, this has been awesome. We try and keep our, our podcast nice and short and punchy. This one got away from us just because you're so interesting and has such a good It's a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much. And continued good luck on your quiz and your business. Thank you. Thank you, Mike.